Sports Speak, UCLA Radio. Your Friday's five to six time slot for all your sports recap news and discussions of the past week. What is up? It's Brian Tarani here, aka DJ Tarani Soros, here with Aaliyah and Anish. What up? And today, well, at UCLA Radio, we meet some amazing people. And one of those amazing people is here in the studio with us today. What's up, Shea Pitts? UCLA football defensive back. Is that right? Yes, sir. That is. How you guys? <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's for that intro. All the way All right, that was a great back. intro. All the way. <laughs> Beat 405 traffic. It's a, oh, yeah. That's a struggle. smoke and lights going off, but it didn't happen. Thank you. Even in the rain. Wow. There we go. There we go. Glad you can make it. I know it's pretty crazy yeah. with the whole rain thing. Mm-hmm. He's like soap, guys. All his stuff. Just <laughs> he made it here today. That's what matters. That's all that matters. So thank you for making it. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I like love the setup in here. It's nice. No problem. Uh, if if we can't hear Aaliyah, you guys can just share a mic. Just so you can't hear anything. Wait, Aaliyah, say something. What's up? No, yeah, we're yeah, good. That. We good. We good. Yeah. Okay. If that mic just doesn't work, uh-huh. you guys can share. I know it's, it's kind of a whack setup here. It's that's a college radio station for you. You're good. <laughs> so I guess we should just get this started. Get mm-hmm. this started. How is UCLA life so far? This is your freshman year? Uh, Redshirt freshman year, so, well, sophomore year in school. Yeah. And it, it's, it's been pretty good, honestly. Like, it's one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life to come here. Everything, like, it's location, the academics, this, like, the facilities. It's like, it really doesn't get better than this. Mm-hmm. I'm, it, I'm super glad I came here. And the weather is nice 99% of the time, and this is 1%. It's not nice. <laughs> you are from here, though, right? Yeah. Or from I'm, around Los Angeles. Yeah, I grew up in the Valley. I went to Oaks Christian High School, which is, nice. yeah, not too far. It's probably like 15 miles from here. And, yeah, I've always grown up in Southern California, so, like, couldn't really leave. So since you grew up around here, I mean, did you grow up a Bruin? Or did you like, um, have it? I mean, yeah. we could be honest. You yeah, no, be honest. I mean, no, funny story, because uh, my dad actually played here. And he played football at UCLA. He was an All-American, so I grew up just watching UCLA football. Oh, of course. Up. And my mom went here, too, and they met here. So it's like oh, I've been going to every single UCLA-USC football game since I was, like, born, basically. And now you're in them. And now I'm in them. So, like, that was, that was a pretty cultural shock or just a cultural <laughs> shock. The family pedigree. Yeah, you're, like, you're continuing that lineage is what's that, happening no, right that here. Was, no, that, yeah, that was Amazing. cool. So, like... I pretty much, like, I have pictures of me in, like, one years old, like, wearing UCLA football jerseys at the game. So, like, it's uh, always, I've always wanted to play UCLA. So, yeah, UCLA forever. Have my kids go here, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> nobody can break the nobody, nobody can break that, honestly. I guess we got to get into what's your major now because now you're here. Yeah. So. Oh, I got, yeah um, I came in here as BusyCon, but then, like, that was just a lot. Like, it was hard to do that. And then I want to do something where I can become – because, like, I, when I'm older, I want to become a general manager in the NFL. Like, hopefully play oh, in the NFL dope. first, but, like, yeah. work in, like, a front office somewhere. And mm-hmm. so I'm taking political science as my major because it's, like, teaching me ways in order to be a good leader and, like, how to, like, run, like, a team and, like, just run anything, basically. So I'm political science right now, and I like that so far. So Nice. Nice. How do you balance that, like, school and football life? That must be tough. Yeah, it, it is tough. That's, like, one of the hardest things about it, especially, like, a school like UCLA when, like, it's not just 
only football. Like they are, our coaches and everyone cares about academics, Definitely. like extremely amount. So like, and it's number one public school in the country. Like it's not easy, but you pretty much just gotta. It's all about knowing how to balance time. Just like knowing, I can't go out tonight because I got this. I can't talk to this person because I got this. If you know how to balance time and like, you just can't use. You don't have free time. So like, whenever mm-hmm. you're free. Like, I think to myself, can I be doing something to improve myself as a football player or improve myself as a student? Watching TV, playing video games during the week, that's, none of those is going to help me become either a better football player or student. I do play Madden on the Yo, <laughs> there we go. I tell, like, I try not to let myself join the week, but if a homie hits yeah. me like, yo, you trying to, you're trying to take this L in Madden, like, I can't just take it. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> someone, someone challenges you. You got to yeah. step up to that. Step up. No, you can't just take the L. Like, but during the week, honestly, it's so busy that you shouldn't have time yeah. to – do anything other than football in school. Those are the only two things. During the weekends, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're a normal college kid. You mm-hmm. don't want it to ruin your life. Right. But, like, in order to succeed in both, you have to, like, figure out what am I going to do to help myself become better in this aspect. And, like, you're either studying or in the weight room or getting treatment or something. There's just no just sitting around doing nothing. I think that's the biggest thing right. that I – I wasn't always, like – I didn't always figure that out. Like, last year sometimes or – I would just not know, but it's kind of like trial and error, and I figured that out slowly. That during the week, you got to be doing something like so, productive. That's exactly what that is. Uh, you're saying like you're busy a lot, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there that don't know like your daily schedule of being mm-hmm. like a student athlete. I mean, you gotta like walk us through like just like your general like day to day stuff. Yeah, no, I'll tell you like during the season, like yeah, we check in at around like six fifteen. You have to be in the facility Ooh. for six. <laughs> I'm bright and early. Like, yeah. Like 10, 15? <laughs> no, like, like 6.15, like a.m. I'll wake up at around 5.30. And around 6.15, I'll go eat breakfast at the facility. And you'll have a meeting at like 7.30 around. So, like, you want to – actually, no, you'll have a meeting probably around 7. So you have about 45 minutes to eat, get dressed, and go to your meeting. And then the meeting will go from like 7 to 8. And then at 8, you'll go – you'll practice from around 8.30 to around like 11. And then – you get out of practice, then like you get iced up, whatever, and then you have class at twelve. And that's the hardest part. Like getting out at around ten thirty, eleven, my first class usually at twelve. So like you just gotta get ready quick and just go and Damn. like and that's why like if you have to do your homework the day before because you don't have time to do it in the morning. Like you wake up, go to football, and next thing you know it's twelve o'clock, you gotta go to class. And then the coaches give yeah. us from around eleven, I think it's eleven or twelve to five to really like focus on school like there's no football related activities all school do handle that and then do all in that and that's like when you can meet with teachers do all that but that's still like it's not a lot of time it's like five hours out of the whole entire day to just worry about school and then we'll come back at five have another meeting and then we'll have meetings from around five to seven at night have team dinner done at eight go home and then that's still like if you wanted to repeat and do it all over again you really only have two hours to get all your homework done. Because you want if you go to sleep later than 10 o'clock, you're going to wake up and just not have the energy to do it again the next day. So you really got to find time during the day to do homework during that 12 to 5 period. Because you know when you get back at night, you only got like one to two hours before it's time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. So, Bro, how, how, is that adjust, how, how does that adjustment like from like high school to, to college? Yeah, no, like, I, What I, was the expectations? How did you adjust? Yeah, no, at first it was, a, it was a lot because second semester senior year in high school is like the easiest, most fun time of your life. You can wake up whenever you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's the like senior Bueller's day off. That, that, Bro. That so, like, it was, <laughs> it's really easy. And, like, I don't want to say I, I was slacking off, but, like, I was just, just. It's post- okay to say you're slacking. Oh, yeah, like, I was, <laughs> I was, I was because, like, I worked so hard in high school, like, for yeah. three and a half years. It was like, 
it's, I knew like this was the last time in my life where like it was gonna be pretty chill. <laughs> so those six months, like it wasn't, I just like wasn't as like I wasn't really committed to anything because like you were in, you just had to work out, go to school, and like that was it. And like it was all in your own time. And then once summer hit, and then <laughs> that summer was a huge like reality check. Waking up at like five in the morning, going to workouts and. At first, like, it was rough. Like, I didn't know how to balance my time wisely, especially when the school year starts because there's always going to be a distraction. There's always going to be this thing over here, like someone else talking to you here, a girl trying to talk to you. Like, there's always always, (laughs) – no, there's always something, like, distracting. But, like, a lot of people just don't know, like, cool, like, someone wants to hang out with you, they can wake up at 10 o'clock. And now you got to know I got to be up at 5 in the morning. Like, so they're not going to be the ones waking up with you when they're out, like, Mm -hmm. trying to have a good time. So that's pretty much just, like – the they main say they're thing. not what you shooting in the gym. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, that, that's that's, a, it's, that's facts. Like the first fall quarter freshman year, I got good grades, but mm-hmm. I didn't do as well as I could have because yeah. I was like adjusting, and it was just a million things falling out. And then like I really didn't understand. I didn't really get it until last winter quarter and last spring. I just shut off like all like social. I know you gotta have fun. It's like it's college, but I kind of just locked in and just focused on what was important and then I noticed like the results were coming good mm-hmm. and I was happy with what happened in like personally in the fall and just things were working out well so I was like it's really like it's formulaic like you subtract certain things and in the outcome you're gonna get really good things so yeah that's that's, great to hear. that's, that's totally true definitely something like everyone can take away from and you guys have the whole uh, training bef- in summer right before classes even start because football season is different than the UCLA quarters right yeah like really the um, we get out of school and like late no we got school like mid-june mm-hmm. we start football again late june so you Damn. get one two weeks for That's the insane. whole summer which sucks and like there's really nothing like this we're in la but like no one's on campus during the summer yeah. like that's when it gets rough and like and y'all are like you're usually like reber really exactly yeah right? yeah like <laughs> hitch or reber were all just i remember my first summer i set up in hitch it was like three to a room no Ooh. ac <laughs> it's just like the worst place to dorm and workouts were starting at 5 45 in the morning like you had to be dressed at 5 45 you live like hitch is like a half mile away from the facility anyway <laughs> so that was that was like probably that was the worst that summer but is that where they put student athletes yeah, like for, on hitch or i moved off to an apartment but my freshman okay. year i was in hitch and it was yeah. horrible it was ants everywhere like <laughs> oh my god no, i don't want to hate Bro. on ucla housing i don't want to get a, a email from ucla housing <laughs> But I was in Reber and literally like nah y'all it was like the hood like I'm, it's I'm bad like it was rough yeah dude similar to me. it's so weird because they have like the nicest looking dining hall the nicest, yeah. but really? then like yeah. their dude their <laughs> dorms are just like not what the dining hall is no. it's yeah. like if for those of you who don't know it's the Reber is like Asian inspired or yeah. something yeah. so it yeah. was it feast yeah, yeah it was feast mm. and it looks amazing I personally like Covell Covell, Covell I gotta keep it Covell wait wait Covell solid, but I'll go to Covell and like I know I'll gain five pounds. Like it's pizza, it's pasta, like it's Amazing. good, but it's just like it's nothing. Like it's just so like you got to get those carbs, bro. So someone's like, dude, I'm gonna give you a swipe right now. Where are you oh, going? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, okay, y'all sleep on Rendezvous. Sometimes could be really good. Like they have really oh, I agree. good. They yeah. have like it's like Panda Express type mm-hmm. Asian. So that's food. your go-to. <laughs> Free swipe, that's your go-to. The stu- if you guys had the sandwiches at the study, oh, yeah, study those, sandwiches are are those are fire. 
Those are different. And then like they toast them. Now. They toast us. No, the study. Oh. What? If I had one swipe, I go to study. <laughs> Boom. That's the right I, I miss living on campus. The, the swipe program, like it would be late at night. I just go and like swipe something. <laughs> now, like living off campus, like you got to Postmates and pay your like a lot of money. So I didn't know about those sandwiches. I knew about the subs though. No, the study sandwiches. No. Study sandwiches are up there. Like, what? Oh, like you can build your own pizzas now. Like they really upgraded every. It's a mm-hmm. whole like everybody's bougie now. Ha- where where was this? Where was this when I was dorming? Too late, Brian. Too late. It's too late to gain the fa- the pounds. It's too late. <laughs> there, one, one thing that I saw when I was reading your bio is that, like, it's cool how you're, like, going on with your parents, continuing that lineage. So I, I, I read a little bit about you, and it this made me smile, what I read. Your dad and your grandfather both played in the NFL for the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> they did, yeah. That's my team oh, right there. Oh, there we That's go. That's my team. So disrespectful. <laughs> Aaliyah might not think so because she's a Cowboys fan. Team, America's team. America's team. How about them Cowboys? Cowboys, like, I, I thought they'd figure it out by now, but it's been a while. Look, I'm going to just ask you one question. What's up? And you're sitting beside me, so don't answer wrong. It's very easy. Who's your NFL team? Oh, I mean, okay, I know your I know your dad and your grandpa played for him, but you, you could be completely honest. Honestly, I don't really have a specific team that I like. Like I, I kind of just like watching players and like, yeah. oh yeah, okay. out their technique and like what to do with that because. Like, like I, when I was growing up, I used to have teams, but now it's getting to a point where it's like, all right, like, yeah, that's cool, but you kind of want to watch, like, your yeah. position mm-hmm. and seeing what – I would have to go with the Packers if it's any team, but now I'm yeah. kind of just like – I like watching the players. Like, grew up watching, like, Brian Dawkins, like, yeah. Ed Reed. Right now it's, like, Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, amazing. He's Yeah, yeah like, yeah. Um, who else? They got Johnson for the – no, Marcus Peters and uh, Tlaib, those types. And uh, the dude from Chicago – think uh, mac no, mac mac's good to watch but forgot his name he's, he's a corner for it's corner for chicago he's he's a really good number 23 i think it is he's like they just watch their technique and stuff like that amazing you get to see how they are and malcolm jenkins for the eagles i mean I, i'm just gonna say we got morris claiborne i mean i know you know, yeah. you know cowboys got some you know i'm just saying it's in the air for you right now so we always welcome people yeah <laughs> keep that draft stock high is what yeah, you gotta do honestly. that's how you gotta keep it did you I got. I gotta say, what what do you think about this past Super Bowl? Yeah. Mm, I think if I had to say one thing, it's that Belichick is a genius, as we already knew. Like that mm-hmm. defense, like Belichick is he like helps run that defense, and that defense was ridiculous. Like they Rams had one of the highest scoring offenses in the NFL, and then he's just nope, nope, nope. Like <laughs> Goff had nowhere. To Fifty-four go yards in the first half. Like, what kind, and like Mahomes get a really good job. The end the week before, but in that first half, he shut out Mahomes too, and that's like he he has a specific method yeah. that's very good. And and this is another thing I thought was interesting is like he does it with the guys that aren't always the high named top draft pick guys, and that's where you really like you really become a genius because if you think about it, the giant the, the Patriots, except for obviously Brady and Gronk, they don't have those like superstar type players. Like Julian Edelman is a seventh round draft pick mm-hmm. that played quarterback in college. And is a Super Bowl MVP. That's amazing. Like That's you got to think about. Yeah. Like he knows how to find the guys He's that not even taking Brady. Exactly. Like even Brady yeah. was a seventh round. Like Malcolm Butler. Everyone remembers that play in the Super Bowl like a couple years ago, where he got the game winning interception against Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Butler was working at like a Popeyes like a year before that. <laughs> yeah. Undrafted out of a really small school. Like he finds guys, and like it's a certain certain there's a there's a certain knack for finding talent like that that yeah. just 
you gotta respect. Like like, he, the, like the way you're talking about Belichick right now. Mm-hmm. Like if you got had the opportunity to get drafted and go play for like a coach. Like would he be like your number one? Definitely would be one of them. Cause it sounds like he develops players. Hundred percent. Draft you and like you know what this is your talent is what we're working with. Exactly. Like, it seems like he really wants you to you know. Oh yeah, it's like Matthew Slater. He played here like. I want to say like, ah, not nah, like he played here like 2009. I grew up watching him. He, he, I thought he was a good player at UCLA, but wasn't like a breakout player. And then mm-hmm. Coach Belichick drafts him and turns him to a special teams pro bowler who's a team captain now. He's gotten one pass since he's been with the Patriots, but he's a special teams captain, and he's been there for 10 years and has, I want to say, three or four rings. So it's mm-hmm. just little stuff like that. Like he develops, like what you're just saying, the way he can develop players. And he figures out, like, it's not about, I don't need an Odell Beckham. I don't need, like, the top-name guys. Like, sure, those guys are good. They can do things. But he finds the guys that will just listen and work hard. And that will get you a lot further than a lot of talent. Because, like, if you compare Julian Edelman talent-wise, the receivers across the NFL, like, to, like, Deshaun Jackson's, like, the Odell Beckham's, like, the Antonio Brown's, it's not, like, he's not the same talent. But the stuff he does and the way he works – it's just in the way he's into that system. It's just that's really admirable and like, I, that's like I took that question very long, but that's why <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that was a good answer. Yeah, yeah, that's why I respect my I always Belichick. always think about that too because it's very hard to get players to like buy into your system. Exactly. You know, everybody comes with their egos. Everybody's like, no, I want like you know, I'm not. Most people are trying to be their own like superstar, yeah. right? Exactly, but exactly. I feel like the Patriots have created this culture. Basically, we're not looking for like standout superstars. 100%. We're looking for team players that want to develop and buy into the system that we have. Not even just buy into it. Want you to believe in it. Believe you know in what it. I mean? Exactly. And no. that is it's very easy hard. to believe in it because they have the pedigree. It's mm-hmm. so hard for coaches and teams to be able to create that culture, but the Patriots have got it to a team. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. amazing to see. I don't want to take it away from football, but it almost seems like it's kind of going the opposite way in basketball where, mm-hmm. you know, you see LeBron right now. He's trying to build a super team, and that seems to be like the way things are going. Like the Warriors right now are the super team. Do you think football is different in that you need people to fill roles rather than all be superstars? I mean, I, I kind of think that's true because in basketball, one player can completely take over a game and just, like, just do everything himself. Like, I think it's a sport. Like, obviously, basketball is a team sport, too. But LeBron getting the cast, LeBron himself making the finals nine straight years, was it? Eight straight years? Yeah, something like that. That is, like, sure, he had really good teams. But a lot of those times, like, he's just taking over the team and, like, putting them on your back. And, like, in football, it doesn't matter how good you are. Like, you could be the best receiver. If the quarterback can't get you the ball, you can't succeed. I think that's it's a less of an individual sport because you need so many things to work for something to happen. But in basketball, like, if you just take over the game, you take yeah. over the game. Like, no that's one true. needs to stop you. That's no a good point. Stop you. With basketball, yeah. That up last week, we were talking about, like, comparing a quarterback to – I forget it was on like maybe just like any other player, right? Yeah, like the the QB is more important, right? Because like once I'm on offense, like I'm I'm trying to handle my job, and it's different because like basketball, I get to play offense and defense. Like I can make a difference on both sides of the ball. But football is harder to do it that way. That's yeah, exactly. I'd have to say with football, you can actually do it if you're the QB because there were so many times where I see Aaron Rodgers just yeah. carrying the team on his back. No, yeah. no I, I do agree. That's true because, like, people Definitely. Like, this follow at, like, come a leader, like Nick Foles, like we've seen it last mm-hmm. year. Like, people just rally around and, like, you can bring a team together. Yeah. But um, I, in basketball, it just happens a lot more. There's, like, just one player that can, like, just carry this to spark the whole yeah. entire team. But. And, and speaking of spark and sparking teams and stuff like that, coming back to UCLA football, is there, like, a certain player 
that you feel like we have that kind of brings that energy to UCLA football? Or are you that player? Oh, no, I get it. <laughs> you know I mean? The second you said that. The, you can be real. You can be real. There's only one name that comes to my mind, and that's really? Josh Josh Kelly. He's oh, a there he's he literally, he's my, literally one of my best friends. And like, everything he does is literally the best way you can do it. Like, if you just look at his story, he was a – Two-star recruit, like the the, the recruiting system, met, they missed Not on a him. College yeah, he went to uh, UC Davis actually, which is like a D1 AA yes. school. Oh yeah. Then transferred here as a walk-on. He left a full ride scholarship to come here as a walk-on, like just bet on himself, and then it worked out because he just listens and he works like uh, no other person you ever seen work before. He's like literally a class act and ended up starting this year. We all know what he did against SC. So oh yeah. yeah. Single-handedly took over the program okay. and. <laughs> He's a great. He's like literally like as a person. Like I try to hang out with him as much as possible because, like the the way he lives and like the things he does, is literally like, just everything is done the right way. And like as he's this classy person, great athlete, and I'm glad he stayed this year because we were yeah. talking. He almost uh, that he was, was one of those close big to getting out of here. That was hope for UCLA football next yeah. year. Josh yeah. Kelly staying here yeah. for another year. For that sure. That was a key. That was very very important. What's it What's it like going out there wearing that uniform? On oh. the field, I mean, it, it's funny because last year when I redshirted, it was like a lot more hype because it was the first time seeing everything, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, like I'm mm-hmm. here!" But now it's like, now that I played last year, it was like I don't have that. Oh, I'm here! It's like, oh, I gotta go. You have I a gotta, job to do. I got a job to do. So like it, the whole like, like my first game was the A and M game last year when we came back down forty four to ten, and that was like going into that game, I was like more like whoa I was like I'm really here like and then but then the next year like this year like it's like you said like I have a job to do so like yeah. I don't really think about oh my dad same place my dad played same number he has same like basically same position defensive back like I don't really think about that that more yeah. now it's like all right how we got to win let's find a way to win the game like and it's about how I can do and how we can how I can help the team win and not so much about dang like I'm really here anymore but yeah. I did for sure have a couple of those moments when I first started. So you kind of feel like Kent Clark a little bit, kind of like Superman. Transform <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I got I to do my job. I got to handle the task. Yeah, no, but like, yeah, it's kind of much. I kind of just like, I know like if everyone handles their own job, like mm-hmm. we'll be good. Like against SC, like <clears throat> we're, we're supposed to win that game mm-hmm. going in. Everyone, like, but we all kind of believe in doing our job. And then yeah. Josh, obviously what he did was ridiculous. And I just love Josh because after every game, he's just like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Like yeah. everything is, just, he's just such a, like, that's religious, yeah. well, well-spoken guy. Would you say that faith is a big part? I mean, yeah, for me, faith, too. like, for me, faith, like, I'm not going to say, like, for everybody, that like, everyone yeah. has their own thing, but I literally, like, me I learned to take, yeah, me personally, and, like, I, I just take Josh as a perfect example because <laughs> he actually was telling me a story how he asked SC, he wanted to go at, he was trying to play at SC, and SC said, no, like, we don't need you, we're good, like, when he was Ooh, transferring, wow. he was like, Ooh, okay, that's funny, yeah. I just thought, they, they, yeah, they stacked. Yeah, they were stacked, and then Josh was yeah. like, yeah, I just pray to God every day, and then God, I think, just put that situation in Josh Kelly, like, <laughs> things just, like you're gonna rush insane. for 300 yards against a team that said, we don't need you here, like, that's. <laughs> now, that's payback right there. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> Yeah, tell us what it's like uh, playing under Chip Kelly. I think all UCLA football fans this year was like, you know, this is our rebuilding year. So the record set three and nine, but I think what people uh, didn't see or people who are UCLA fans saw was that the team was improving with every game. Exactly. What's it been like? No, like you put that, like, like hit that right on the nose. Like when we started, it was like, okay. And first of all, we had a lot of young guys. Like mm-hmm. we had maybe oh, two yeah. or three, three seniors that were playing. Mm-hmm. Our quarterback, Dorian, like he's going to another year. He's going to be Great. unbelievable this year. He's, 
He's learning the system for a year. Yeah. He played like just imagine like as a true freshman like starting a game at Oklahoma. Like that Ooh. was his first start was at Oklahoma. Like there's not gonna get in a more pressure situation than that. And then like I think Coach no, I think Coach Kelly's doing like he's kind of a Belichick type of thing. Like we're finding the guys that we don't need the top of the top recruits. Like that's not something you need. Like sure, like you can't judge someone based on the recruit, but if you we have guys that will buy into the system and work hard. And I think we can be successful when more and more guys are starting to figure out, like, we're just becoming a better team. We're becoming closer mm-hmm. as people. And, like, if you locked, looked at the way the season went last year, like, we started off 0-5 and, and it looked like everything was about to hit the wall. And then yeah. we gradually, we won, like, three out of our last five, I yeah. want to say, three out of our last four. But we're winning games. Like, Cal was not a bad team. We came up in there mm-hmm. and beat them by 30. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, we did Arizona, like, they were shaky, but, like, we were able to beat them. And then SC, we were able to beat them too. So, like, and then even the games we lost, like, we lost to Stanford the last game of the season. Like that was a close yeah. one. We're putting yeah. up forty-two points, losing to them by a touchdown. So like the way we progressed, yeah. was unbelievable. Yeah. I think it's gonna carry into this year. It's amazing down. to watch it because we say this like every, well, whenever we talk about UCLA football, basically mm-hmm. like how Chip Kelly, like he's coming in with a new sense. Because I mean, we were here when Mora was yeah. here. You know? Right. Yeah. And it's just so crazy not seeing any of the guys I came into college with basically yeah. like be here anymore. It's it's so weird. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's crazy how. Chip is like I said, putting in a new system. He's like, I feel like he's creating like a new culture. Correct me if I'm no, wrong. You're right. He's creating like a new culture, trying to like rally guys and like you said, kind of like Belichick, like he's showing guys like, look, like you don't have to be the best player if you want to be coached and you want to like buy into the system and be a team player. Exactly. Is that what he's looking? For? Yeah. No. Exactly. Like if you like, we just got to put in guys that are smart and like will buy yeah. into the system and will not do anything stupid. Like. If you have a guy that if you I don't know if you guys watched the Chiefs game, but that D lineman jumped off sides and yes. they got a game winning interception, the game would have mm-hmm. been over. Like the game, the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl probably would have won it. That was a crazy call, yeah. by the way. Yeah, a guy, but that was a bad call. But the guy goes to the sides. Like, listen, it doesn't matter how much how talented that D end was. If you're off sides and getting a penalty and you don't, and you're not obedient in that way. Like, that is going to cost you a game regardless of your talent. So that kind of in the perspective, like. Like a trust factor. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you know your guys aren't going to get stupid penalties and are going to work hard and do everything you ask and, like, do it in a good way and everyone buys into that system, if you get – it doesn't matter. Like, like the talent's also going to be a big deal. But a lot of times, like, talent doesn't help you if you're not mentally locked in and mm-hmm. not mentally bought in. And clearly that guy showed. Like, he – I don't know how he is talently. Like, could have been the best DN and, like, we don't know. But by him going off sides – that ruined everything. So kind of a bunch of guys that won't do stupid things and, like, will, like, follow in this, like, tr- like just believe in what you're doing. And I think we're becoming closer. Like, the main thing is we're becoming closer as a team. Like, there's no – we don't have any egos in the locker room right now. We're all kind of – And, like, that's, like – people don't realize that like, there's some really good teams that – but if the guys have egos in the locker room and it's not one in the locker room, like, that's not – they're not going to do well and win games. But, like, I feel like – we're just becoming closer as a team, and, like, we're just working so much harder than we did compared to last year. Like, it's evident to see in workouts. People actually care. Got great leaders like Darnay Holmes, Chris Barnes. Oh, Darnay's awesome. They got, like, these guys, because they've been there. We're, t- we're, we're, all, we're done with losing. Like, we've all we've mm-hmm. done is lost for yeah. the past three years. And, like, it's like the time is now. Like, it's time to make something I'm, matter. I'm literally getting chills <laughs> listening to you say this. Yeah. Because, as we all know, I'm from Clemson, South Carolina. <laughs> and I grew up watching my Tigers. I was talking to you about yeah. this before the show. And I literally saw Dabo Swinney come <laughs> in, kind of like where UCLA is right now. He oh, came yeah. in, 
kind of playing a new system. Everybody's like, eh, like, what's going on right now? Started winning a few games here and there. Mm-hmm. But then the most important thing that Dabo ever done was get his players to, like, believe. Believe. And the way you're talking right now, like, you yeah. actually sound like pump for next season. No, I, I'm, I'm very and pumped, yeah. I can't tell you how many, like, teams around the country you can go to and players are just like oh you know next season like honestly i'm just trying to get drafted like they're not thinking about playing as a team and mm-hmm. trying to go out here and win like a pac-12 championship you know mm-hmm. what i mean so i feel really good i mean you can hear my voice i feel really good about <laughs> no like next well, year. like it sounds like we're on the right track no we are for sure on the right track it's just the guy we just got like the right guys doing like everyone likes the it's all the media talking about all oh, the the recruiting class yeah. like it was the lowest recruiting class but like they're, they're hyping it up for next yeah, year. Oh, yeah. It looks good for next year. Yeah, yeah like, and, like, I don't think you could rate a recruiting class because not one player that's in a recruiting class has ever played a college down. So it's like, such a different thing, especially, yeah. like, you were talking about how there's so many, like, people who didn't get, like, first-round picks in, in their college draft, but when they go to the NFL, they become superstars. superstars it's so different. Like, yeah, yeah, it just literally depends. Like, it's not, like, you could be really good in high school and then get to the NFL and, I mean, get to college and just, it's not, like, so, like, I don't think... Like you're giving these like five stars and certain like that's cool, but like, yeah. how do you have how are you projected to be this type of college player when you haven't even played stepped in a college campus exactly. yet? Like that's why like, it's not about the, like the stars recruiting. Like, mm-hmm. as like I said, Belichick has proven it's just the guys like, like there there is two ways to do it. There's do the the Warriors and just get a super team and just have the best like athletes yeah. and then just win it like that, but. I mean, Belichick, how do he have six rings? Like, his way's working just fine. I think his beauty in finding it the way that he's done it. Exactly. And a player that comes to mind is Hunter Renfro. I know. Yeah. Right? And like you were saying, he's the type of guy. He literally was a walk-on. Walk-on. Like, walk-on. Basically, never really had that much football experience as the guys on the team. You Mm -hmm. know, came out, catch the – Game touching. Yeah. No, touch one DB. All those five no. stars at DBs at Alabama, they couldn't <laughs> yeah, cover yeah. a walk-off. It, isn't like, that crazy? Yeah. And now it's they're funny. projecting him, you know, to go very high in the draft. And I like the way you're talking about that. That's how I see how Chip Kelly's doing a lot of players here. And it's just amazing to see, like, mm-hmm. even giving Josh Kelly that opportunity, similar thing. Josh exactly. Kelly, you know. And I don't know. I just It's just amazing to see. I like this new culture. I like mm-hmm. this new energy. And everyone, go get your den passes. Oh, <laughs> yo, get that den you pass, bro. One thing that's, like, backing up exactly what you're saying right now is that ESPN released their uh, football power index for 2019, like the preseason index. Yeah. UCLA is 21st this year, which is pretty great. It's top 25. Last year, we weren't even in the top 130. Yeah, Amazing. no, that, yeah, that, that is just, like, you know, it's like, and, like, we try not to focus on, like, all that stuff because yeah, like, we're just exactly. about players. But, you know, it's something that if you win three games and you're in the top, like, people, it's just they know, like, what. What That's what they recognize the work ethic. Work ethic. Exactly. And like we're just working like how we ended last season. Just each game, like we went from getting blown out to Fresno State at home. Ooh. Like yeah. That's not that hurt. <laughs> that really hurt. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. no, that hurt. So just <laughs> to, I mean, let's go. We ended with ASU. That was a that was a heartbreaker. Last second drive, we lost, and we won at beat SC, and then Stanford. We haven't beaten Stanford in, since I was like. Two, but like we're gonna, we're on. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, we're going to. My dad always said, like, I, my dad, because I played sports growing <laughs> up too, big sport. <laughs> and my dad's always like, I can't teach you heart. You know yeah, what I mean? Can't. You just gotta have heart. Like, I can't teach you that. And mm. I feel like you used to play football, like, the players that we're getting right now, like, everybody has heart. You have definitely. heart. You yeah, know? No, definitely. Like, you gotta have it. It's just guys that, like, we all just love to be here. We just love, like, what we're doing every day. Because, yeah. like, we, you wouldn't, you just can't wake up at 5 in the morning to do something oh, every wow. single day unless you are, like, fully invested and loved it. So, like, that's, 
I'm I'm excited. Like I we've been losing the past two years, and we're we're all we're all just done with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. We know it's, that's a good it's, attitude it's, to have. Yeah. How how close are you guys with like the coaches, like Chip yeah. Kelly, the defensive back coach Paul Rhodes? How how yeah. close are are you guys working with them? Oh, uh, we're we're super close with them. They like they make sure, and like I think the best thing about UCLA football, and I'm not just saying this because I put like I'm just like I actually mean this is. A lot of schools are just going to care about what you do on the football field and then everything else you do in life. It's like, all right, like, best of luck. Like, we want you to do on the football field. But, like, guys, Coach Rhodes and Coach Kelly, like, they genuinely – and a lot of other coaches on our staff, they genuinely want you to do well as people. Like, they'll check up on you and be like, how are your grades doing in this? How are your grades doing in that? And, like, how's your family doing? Like, Merry Christmas. And, like, it's just little stuff, like, have, like little – like, not just li- the little things. Like, they'll check in on how you're doing, mm-hmm. and they'll meet with you just to talk to you about, like, how you're, like, you're doing as a person and, mm-hmm. like, how your family is. And, like, it's just they genuinely care and want you to succeed after football because they emphasize enough. Like, if you get a 3-0 – at least, and you play football here, like, you're going to have job opportunities. Just, like, it's just... Oh, open. for sure. And, like, they're that's what they emphasize a lot. Like, they're not just trying to set us up for the, like, next right. four years. It's the next 40 years. And, like... It's amazing. And, like, players even, like, Josh Rosen, he's mm-hmm. back now. He's done his degree. Yeah. <laughs> like, how much... I love that. His contract's probably... I don't know what I'm saying about <laughs> yeah. it. He cares yeah. about his degree a lot. And, yeah. like, I just think the guys we have now are, like, the the coaches genuinely care about us, and we all can tell. Like they want us to succeed in life, mm-hmm. and have us be CEOs and all that stuff when we're older. And like yeah. a lot of colleges, they just want you what you can do on the field. Right. And when your eligibility is up, you're goodbye. We'll find you the next thing. Like, mm-hmm. they, yeah. they don't. But we are really treated like to be successful later mm-hmm. in life. And like I think Coach Rose demonstrates that definitely within our DB group. He cares each and every one of us, no matter who you are, whether you're a star player. Whether you don't play, he cares each and about every single person. And Coach Kelly the same way. Like he'll they'll talk about how your day is going, just actually care yeah. about like how you're doing. And like, like that's nice. And speaking yeah. of coaches, do you have like a funny story, a favorite story from any coach that's kind of like your favorite or like you know? Because like I know coaches have personalities outside <laughs> of football. So like we like because as a fan, we want to know like what's the funny? Like we know y'all get the business. We y'all we know y'all do practice conditioning and everything. But, like, yeah. what's something funny? You know what I mean? Like, what's, like, a funny story you have about, uh, like, being at the football center, games, locker room, anything? Um, let me think. That's a good question. Uh, we all we, we all like to have – we all have fun. Like, we all do – okay, I, 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 this is a pretty funny yeah, story. It's kind of stupid. So, every, like, couple Fridays we play uh, with the weight, with the coach that we play, like, a little tic-tac-toe game where, like, you mm-hmm. get a medicine ball and, like, you place it, like, like you place, like – like one ball will be X and one ball will be O, and like we play as a team. And then it was just funny because tic tac toe is a pretty simple game. Like if someone has two lined up, you know you for the other it. team to put it on the other <laughs> yeah. side. And then like eight straight times, we'd have dudes see the two lined up and accidentally put the ball in the wrong. Area. Oh man, it was just funny. Like we all just erupted <laughs> laughing. It's just like it's just little stuff like that. Like that that stuff was pretty funny. It was like I love it. And then your team, like you'd see that okay, like there's two lined up. Don't let them put it down on don't let him don't make sure he puts it down that he just he'd see that he'd go to another one and be like oh <laughs> like no that's just it was just a little fun competition stuff it. like that but nah like we have we have fun have a great time yeah we, I it's, know that like it's fun like college right they can't really do like touchdown celebrations as much no we really can't right. at all if they could <laughs> the same way in the NFL that yeah, would be I was be, about to say, uh, you know, some group stuff going on you know like <laughs> no, we, I, don't. I don't know dude I love oh, the NFL man, celebrations now I love how they brought it back too yeah. 
Yeah. It just makes the game so Ask much better. One game, and that will literally just make my. <laughs> I wish NCAA <laughs> were a little. To be honest, yeah, rules. we're not like he doesn't like. Yeah, 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 he's sport, all. Yeah. It's like the whole like we're not like even if we could like no, we I would know, get in trouble. Yeah. yeah, but when we do a little we do a little player practices like we'll do seven on seven against each other and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's actually that's how we have a lot of fun. Like someone <laughs> will. Someone will score, then we'll all gather around and do celebrations because then we know the coaches don't like they're not there, yeah. so they're not. Gonna do that. <laughs> That's when we have the most fun. A little play around seven on sevens. But what's been your most memorable game here playing for UCLA, or even when in your redshirt year? Which is your most mem- memorable game here so far? I gotta go A and M. That the mm-hmm. biggest. That was the greatest comeback in. Uh, Second greatest comeback in college football. So, yeah, yeah, and that was like my first ever college game. I was like, wow, is every game going to be that game? <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully. That was ridiculous. Like, just down 44-10, I'm like, my first college game, am I really going to lose 34 points at home? And then just crazy stuff starting to happen. Like, they threw one ball, Darren Andrews, great guy. Like, he just got a Super Bowl ring, so yeah. congratulations yeah. to Darren on that. Great yeah, like uh, that's another one. Like I wish, like if he had one more year, I wish he would have like been able to stay here because like he was a like, he would have worked perfect in our system. But mm-hmm. he's in a Super Bowl ring instead. So I'm oh sure. yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Can't go play with yeah, that. He's, he's healthy now, so I'm looking forward yes. to see what he does this year. No, but it was uh, it was 24 to like 44, and then they threw the ball. Josh threw it to. It was like 13 minutes left in the game. Josh threw it to Darren, and then the DB goes up, and I was like, oh, game over. He's about to pick it. Somehow the ball goes through his Oof. hands, oh. lands right into Darren Andrews for a touchdown, yeah. and I'm like, at that moment you knew like someone wants us to right. win this game. Like, <laughs> and then they, we got that. you have the chance now. Exactly. Like, and, uh, yeah, like he dropped the wide open pick. He not only dropped it, it, went through his hands. The other guy caught it. Like yeah. I, rem- I remember <laughs> that vividly. That was ridiculous. So like, and then I was like, okay, we have a chance. And then when Jordan Lasley. Caught that touchdown in the back of the end zone. We're like, that did not just happen, <laughs> and that did happen. And so after the game, we like just realized we scored, like, it was thirty-five points, and like it wasn't like it was early in the second quarter. We were down by thirty-four points with two minutes left in the third quarter. Damn, like, yeah, that and just to see us win a game like, like that's what you do in Madden. But for your first <laughs> college game to have that happen. I registered all that. I didn't play it down. Didn't have to. I felt like I played after the game because I was jumping so much on the sidelines <laughs> and stuff like that. And that was just jumping into the crowd after that. That was so far the most memorable moment. That's but amazing. SC right after that. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got – we, 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 we are biased. We have to bring up the SC. Yeah. We, we always got to say, like, even though we had a pretty bad record this season, yeah. it's about just beating SC See, yeah. is, like, great. And, like, some people tell Makes me, like, up for oh, it. they were really bad, too. I was like, I don't, like, does no. it matter? There's no record going to the UCLA-USC I'm game. Like, yeah, I, like, yeah, it does, I was there just about to not. say, no, honestly, like, if you win your rivalry game, you're, no, you're, you're, you're good. And yeah. in my season, you got a perfect record. I mean, <laughs> you got a perfect season. You no, know yeah, I mean? like, straight up. In the beginning of the season, everyone's <laughs> like, oh, UCLA is going right. to go winless. And I'm like, all right, like, easy with that. That's S- not gonna yeah, yeah, you, you have to, like, if when people are saying that, what was your attitude? Well, like, everyone's just like, it's it's just you. That's what really that type of stuff brings people closer together because like you can't listen to the outside noise. Like you just gotta stay even the good and the bad because you just gotta stay like routine in what you're doing. Yeah. And then, but when we heard that, that kind of just pissed us off because it was our own fans saying mm-hmm. that, and that's what was like kind of annoying. Like our own fans don't even think that we can go, we can win a single game. So I was like, that's that's what that's L.A. for you, man. Yeah. 
it's like LA has really tough fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we gotta give them something to, to watch. We like we have nothing. Oh, yeah. We want three and not, in with, the entertainment but, capital. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you gotta get entertained. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like we have fans. Like just leave, like sometimes just leaving at like halftime. I was like, wow. But that hopefully, <laughs> like I heard, like when Hunley and all them were there, everyone was all full throttle. I think that was when you were there with Hunley's like his couple years there. So yeah, that's what we need to get that it back was, to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you go to it's it's so strange because you go to a Clipper game or I go to a Clipper game and then half the fans are Spurs fans. No, I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I went to the, I went to the Eagles fans right game and it, it was all Eagles fans pretty Ooh, much. Like, was a couple weeks, like a month ago, and I was yeah. like, wow. <laughs> they got. I think they were bandwagon. Yo, one sec. I got a dip uh, in a few. So uh, at six o'clock, I just want to plug. You see that women's basketball is playing Stanford here at Poly. I'm gonna be doing the halftime show for any UCLA fans listening out there. Check check that out at uh, the UCLA stream. Shay, thank you so much for coming on. Hope you have a great rest yeah. of your interview. No problem. Thank, thank you so you. much for doing Peace this. And you know, man. go Bruins. <laughs> Peace out, Anish. We'll guys. see you later. I have some quick questions for you. Of course. Do you want to hop onto this mic? I think that mic is like, it's kind of low. Yeah, you can hop onto this mic. I'll, I'll throw in a question for you. Oh, for I'll sure. I'll throw in a question for you. So earlier you brought up like your academics and stuff and how that's important. Mm-hmm. I found out that you were in 2018 named the Pac-12 Conference football all, on all academic teams. Yeah. How is that? Um, how does that feel? That felt good because like honestly, because like I, obviously the goal is to be all Pac-12, like not like just a regular all Pac-12 team, but I think that's cool because it shows. You can play football and not just play football, do well, and also not just go to school but do well in school. So like that was a big, that was a pat on the back. I felt I felt really good about that. Just to, to show like you can balance two of those things really well, and like I like that accolade. But that's honestly all my that was the only accolade my parents care about. They don't care about any like they care about what they I do got to. Field, it's the like, parents. Yeah, they do. But like <laughs> the academic thing, like like my dad keeps saying like it, it would be a third generation if I did play in the NFL. But he's just like you can stop playing football anytime you want. And that's, like, good not to have that pressure. Yeah, that's awesome for them to be able to tell you that. Exactly. Like, as long as you take care of school and handle your business like that, that's the most important thing he wants me to do. Disrespect. Totally. Like, I totally respect that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I got some random questions for you on this rainy Friday. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Who's your favorite artist out right now? Right now? Uh... Like, what are you bumping on the way to class? you like, oh, man, like, I got to play this. Like, See, I love, I'm a big Meek Mill guy. I don't want to say he's my favorite Meek, artist. His yes. last album, I thought, I thought Championships? Was, yes, championships. I thought it was good because he's talking about the stuff that not every rapper talks about, like, just, like, African-American injustices and, like, about, like, the, the legal system and, like, how, like, how the judges and stuff are, like, not always going to be the best towards African-Americans. He's just talking about stuff that I think young black kids need to be hearing nowadays and not just how many drugs I do, how many girls I get with, and, like, how many parties I go to, which a lot of rappers talk about. Like, Meek does that, too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. He does that, too. But I think... At least he incorporates He incorporates that type of stuff. So that was good. I like Meek a lot. I like... uh, your second... Okay, second favorite... Outside of hip hop or rap. Oh, I was gonna yeah, say Drake, but damn. Oh, okay, hey, Drake's a given for anybody. Drake's, Drake's, a Drake's yeah. everywhere. Right. Shoot, um, I'm trying to think. Not a huge country guy. I can listen to it sometimes. Uh, but oh man, come to the south of me. What you waiting okay, for? Okay. Darius Rucker is not bad. Okay, like, like there we go. Darius Rucker. I like um, Chainsmokers. That's that's not hip hop, is it? 
No, I think no. that fits in a different category. I don't know what it fits category. into, but we'll take it. Chainsmoke, I like that, that song, like, back in Boulder. We oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was pretty good. That was like, nice. That was pretty good. Um, yeah. One more. Oh, um, let's try to think of some genre. Uh, Go to that Spotify God, playlist. Boom. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta I think of that playlist. I don't know if you guys know the song, uh, Stole the Show. It's like, at least you stole the show, I think. Uh I like that. I don't know. Who, I think it's like Kygo or something like that. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up now. They're pretty you good. You got to. No, I, I should have more than just rap. That's that. I need to. <laughs> no, it's cool. I, honestly, I'm just like that. My playlist, seventy percent probably yeah. rap, eighty. Well, I like some old, some old Otis Redding and stuff. Okay. Like that. There we okay. Go. I'm a bit of that. Here we go. Okay. What is your favorite food that your mom makes? That my mom makes. Wow. Um. She's not the best cook now. Just no, no, no. <laughs> I was just about to say yeah. it's okay if she's not. My mom's listening right now. Ma, I love you, yeah. but I cannot eat the same two meals I grew up eating every day. Uh, so, come on. She makes a, a pretty... Oh, James Brown. I just saw... I didn't even think about that. I like listening to him. Ooh, too. here yeah. we go. Okay, uh, favorite food... Chicken parmesan is pretty good. Like, if Ooh, it's she really, makes chicken yeah, parm. With some pasta. If that's, if that's done right, like that... The little crust, crumbs. That sounds fancy well, to me. me hungry, I thought, man. Yeah, I thought yeah. you were going to say like a it's ham and cheese hungry. sandwich or no, something. No, 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 that could be good. <laughs> okay, all-time classic movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ooh. There I you go. That a little bit early. That's nice. Like, I love how you referenced that yeah, in the I know. beginning. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say uh, that. There's a couple other. I liked, uh, I liked The Express, the movie with Ernie Davis. It came out a while ago. Oh, I thought you were about to say yeah. Polar Express. Yeah, that's a good movie, too. I watched that every That one, that's a classic. Yeah, there's a couple. Uh, are you a Marvel or a DC guy? Ooh, uh, I'm a. I honestly, I like I, I I wouldn't consider myself either. Like I watch a little bit of those, but I, if I I'd have to say Marvel. Yes. There you go. Oh, Superman. There you go. Uh, I just forgot. Uh, what's the show? I mean Spider Man. Like Spider-Man. Mike. That's that's an also an all time classic movie. Ooh. That was my favorite show growing up as a kid. So yeah. I, I had to give that the shout out. Like, I just <laughs> like Mike. What's your sports movie? Sports movie. Uh, can't go wrong with Forty Two. There you it's go. A great movie. Uh, Jackie Robbins? Yes. And uh, Moneyball is pretty interesting. I've seen Moneyball. Moneyball is interesting. Moneyball is cool. It's about like, how, it's literally kind of what we're talking about in a way. Like, you can like get players. Like, if you have, there's a method of getting the best players. And it's like, not, it's like, that's like the most strategic way to do it while saving the most money, basically. That was a good movie. That's true. It, w- it was pretty cool. I got to say, like, you, you, one thing that's on my mind right now is that there, there's one person in the sports department who said his favorite movie was Thunderstruck. I, I, I don't know if you ever heard of that movie. I don't think I have. But I it's don't... literally like, so it's Kevin Durant's version of, oh, of Space Jam. Of Space Jam. No, I don't think you can. I don't think exactly. you can repeat. Yeah, I was just about. I think were they trying to make a second one like LeBron? They, they were. Yeah, they, I don't think you can I ho- do that. I hope yeah. they do. Some though. movies they you just shouldn't touch. You just shouldn't do touch. Yeah. You know? I, I actually kind of hope they really? do it with LeBron. I, I feel like I don't know how that'll go. I, I'd watch it, but like yeah. I don't know if I'd like it. Like, yeah. 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 I straight up have LeBron, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, oh, like the banana Dwayne boat. Dwayne. Everyone on that oh, banana yeah. boat <laughs> picture, that Carmelo, Dwayne Wade. I'll have all of them in that movie. That is so crazy. So. So crazy. That would be amazing to have. I gotta say, like, dur- during your uh, whole UCLA football career, mm-hmm. I-, I-, I looked at this and it was kind of interesting because uh, you guys do like a lot of practice games, mm-hmm. and I found out that you were actually ejected uh, from one game. Whoa! I, yeah. I heard. I- whoa! <laughs> were Wait, you, were you thinking about I was gonna bring that up? Yeah, no, I, I, that's actually, no, that's actually a very funny story. So. <laughs> 
the quarterback, Austin Burton, who's my roommate, one of my best friends. So, like, it's like we're it's home. funny how yeah. he's your roommate. Yeah, like, <laughs> he goes up to me the day before the game as a joke, and he was like, if I see you in the open field, I'm going to run you over. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> and sure enough, the first series of the game, he breaks through, and it's literally just me and him towards the end zone. So you know what I'm thinking to myself? I'm thinking to myself, he said he's going to try to run me over. Like, he said he's going to run me over. So I'm running. I'm about to hit him. And then – as a defense, like as a as a defensive player, like you make when you make up your mind, you're gonna hit somebody. Like you don't think about pulling back. Like you just know. Like and the quarterbacks were live, so like I knew. All right, it's gonna be a hit. So I'm going to hit him. He's running. At the last second, he kind of slides, and at that moment, I was like, Oh, it's too late. Like <laughs> I'm going too fast. I hit him. Helmet comes off. Throw the flag. Targeting uh, whatever you call it. Late kid on the quarterback. Targeting. Yeah. You're ejected. And they took me out for a play, and they were like, okay, it's a spring game. Like, Actually, they didn't even take me out for a play. They pulled me like, Shay, don't do that again. And I was like, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then they let me come back and play in it after that. So that oh, was, okay. Nice. So nice. that was good. But it was looking back on it, we joke about it all the time. It was funny. So you didn't just, like, lose your mind and go <laughs> yeah, off. Like, no, you were no, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. No, I, somebody, I was like, like, is there a different side of you that we don't know yet <laughs> that we're going to see next? I don't know. Yeah, it was just funny because it was a spring game. Like, yeah. I looked at Twitter after that just because you always got to look at Twitter and see it. And like, <laughs> something like Bleacher Report said something about it. I was like, is it really that big of a deal? Like, oh, yeah. People were just calling me like, how do you get ejected during a spring game? Like, it's your own teammates. And then. Like, the rule we're targeting is if you get ejected, you get ejected for the first half of the next year. Yeah. I mean, for the first half of the next week's game, too. And everyone's yeah. like, is he ejected for the first half of the next year's spring game? Like, oh. Whoa. Whoa. Everybody, hold your reins. Whoa. Like, people was going, like, it was like, it was like a little thing, but people were going way too, like, it was. Way too far. But, like, we we joke about it. And that was yeah. funny. Like, but that was, that was interesting to get. I publicity for something bad <laughs> i know you brought up twitter yeah so are you a twitter guy i mean quite me not wrong. Are you being, i used, used to, to be I, I use i have a twitter but like i yeah. still want to stay still. well who do you say everybody should follow on twitter other than yourself who is like dude you, i can't believe you're not following so-and-so on twitter let me see. i'll tell you who you shouldn't follow and that's kanye west yay's in the building i love kanye yay's in the building his twitter i'd be seeing his tweets and i'd be thinking just like wow like, <laughs> what is he thinking <laughs> No, I, I think that's the question of the century that nobody's ever going to be able. It's kind of like the Matrix. Remember when they were trying to break Morbius' like mind, get the code out? They could never do that. Yeah, no, that's it's what like it that is. wall of code. That's exactly what it is. What's happening right here? Yeah. No, I don't even follow. I, I don't even really follow as many people on Twitter. Like I'll see some tweets every once in a while. Like Chrissy Teigen's tweets are actually really surprisingly like kind of funny. Like I don't, I didn't <laughs> think so. Like, like I thought her stuff was just like kind of funny. So I guess maybe her if you're into that, but. Now, I don't really, like, follow specific people just for funniness. Like, I follow – I used to, like, do that for Vine. I used to follow funny Vine pages and, like, look at funny Vines. But, like, Twitter's gotten more boring over the years. I got gotcha. I got I to gotta say so. Yeah. I got to say Twitter sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, straight I'm up not say on Twitter, Twitter so sucks, I just bro. had to ask. And yeah. you bought up Vine. Vine. And I, I know you said Vine. you're 19. Yeah. I sound, I sound, I'm at, like, I'm being old, like, 28. <laughs> But you were on Vine at the time. I mean, oh, I'm shocked. You were technically born in '99. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, is. so nice. I guess it might be the 2000s kids, baby. Yeah, I no, think so. Maybe was great. That was the. F- I've never laughed so hard looking at stuff as I did during Vine. Vine was awesome. <laughs> the best things ever. I got. We're coming up to the closing hour, but before we end this show, there's one thing I want to ask you. So you know, like in the NFL, there's a lot of rule changes and stuff, especially yeah. when 
contacting quarterbacks. So what do you think about the new call of like roughing the passer? Oh, and I gotta stuff? stand up for this. Is is I that mean... are they har- judging that too harshly as a defensive guy? Are they judging roughing the passer as a too def- harshly? I'll answer this truthfully. Like as a, a defensive guy, I think it is. Like we saw the call on Brady, like in the, like someone like hit him on the chest and they called the flag. But like honestly, the NFL is not stupid. Like they know like. The quarterbacks is those are the guys that are bringing in everyone. Yeah, so we like defense, but people are paying to see offense. So it's paying to see yeah. quarterbacks. If you knock quarterbacks out, and you get guys like Brady, Breeze, those guys injured, then like they're not gonna have the NFL is gonna lose like lose money. It's not gonna be guys to watch. So I think it's smart and like the whole CTE thing. Like that's a really serious thing, and they want to yeah. make sure no one has more head injuries. So I can't as much as it's annoying. It is as a defense. I can't say. I'm against it, but it has changed the game differently because if you look at just, like, how guys like Lawrence Taylor and, like, dudes would hit quarterbacks back in the day, Reggie yeah. White, like, it was exciting. It was brutal. It was brutal. But, like, <laughs> and these quarterbacks, like, Favre and the dudes, are their, their heads now are just, like, yeah. not okay. But, yeah. that, like, back in now, they're trying to save and for the safety of the players so and to get the players to stay healthy. So I can't, yeah. I can't say – I'm against keeping players healthy. It's annoying as a defense for yeah. sure. Like you hit like, someone. Like what do you do? Like yeah, what are you thinking on the in the no moment? Attack. Like a, like a Darius Pickett played for us last year. Pick six. Yeah, pick six. Mr. OK, boom. Mr. OK. And there it was. <laughs> and there he was. That's my dog. That's he, I think against Stanford, he hit somebody and he got ejected for targeting. And he literally, the dude was 40 pounds heavier than him and put his head into him. Oh. And then Pick got ejected. And then he's like, what am I supposed to do? And that is annoying because yeah. then the defense becomes like, because if you try to protect the offense from hitting him, that's how you get hurt as a defensive player. So you got to be careful. Not yeah, because like your, your safety matters too. Exactly. And like I, if you're running at someone, you're trying to like pull up or right. slow down or something like that, then like that's not good. That's how right. you get hurt. But I think – if it's for the safety, like I'm not gonna argue against player safety, but yeah. it's annoying. But it's like you have to adjust your you game. You gotta adjust. Because you I'm adjust uh, always game. watching. Like I'll, uh, I see like a lot of times running backs, like they'll like duck their head, you know, and like mm-hmm. when people try to come tackle them or something like that, it's kind of like if he slides low key or something, it's, and I still yeah. hit his head. I feel like at that point, like it's kind of not my fault because that wasn't my intention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To you know what I mean no, to I target that, him. I feel so, that 100. Yeah. Yeah. No, like it, it is what it is. Like that's actually a really good question, but it's just it's just how it is so far. Like hopefully it'll change. Like I mean, it's not gonna change. I don't think. I think yeah, I mean, hey, get that worse. You know, as long as it saves the players, then you can't complain about player safety. That's all I can say. I get you. So thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah. We're coming up to the closing hours. Sports Speak Fridays five to six for yeah. all your sports recap news and discussions of the past week. Thank you, Shay, for coming on. Yeah, man. No Any last words time. you want to say to everyone out there? Any last words? Oh, all of our 300,000 fans. <laughs> We're going to be a different team this year, and I think all UCLA sports are going to be moving into the right direction. So I know it's kind of a rough with football and basketball, but just stay patient. We'll, we'll provide. I promise you that. Boom, he dropped That's the all mic. Say. There we go. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you all at the same hour yes, next week. Next Friday. Great Peace. Weekend.